legitimately do the Titans have a chance to beat the Ravens? They don't, do they? Austin, even you. <laughs> what would you bet me? <laughs> oh, let's do this. Yeah, I like uh, I like where this is going. Incriminating Incrim- audio? Incriminating audio on... Uh, on that game? Let's do it. All right. I'll do it. Okay. Straight up? Yep, straight, straight up. up. No spread? No, nope. Titans win. <laughs> I admire Austin's confidence here. I admire is, your is confidence it, here. Idiocy, I mean, uh, confidence? Now that that was an I insult. I can't wait to replay this on Monday. Oh, I hope it happens. Uh-huh. Now, absolutely. Every rejoin will be Gordon saying that I was an idiot. Oh, you, you, go you, Titans. Really, you really think the Titans are going to be You know, David. it's my turn. What are the Titans going to do about Score Lamar more Jackson? They just I, beat the greatest of all time last week. I was, That's all they did. Yeah, but that team was lurching. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but they, they and Lamar lurch. Jackson By inked. the way, okay, so we have incriminating audio riding on that game. Yeah. All right. Quaff the Raven no more. I, f- I feel like Austin is taking more risk here than you. I, uh, I feel like yeah, maybe but that's the, the that... beauty of it. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is the Big Show on 97.5, 1280, the Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Okay, that last part was the best part of the whole thing. It was like, I think Austin's taking a little more of a risk here, Gordon. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> All right, NFL weekend has come and gone as the big show. Gordon Monson. I feel like Austin is taking more risk here than you. I, I feel like yeah, maybe that's that, the that, beauty of it. <laughs> that's so funny. It is beautiful. That is so funny. All right, the, the NFL playoffs <laughs> continue on. Uh, Gordon, four games over the weekend. The Niners. Beat the Vikings twenty-seven to ten. The Chiefs beat the Texans fifty-one to thirty-one. And Bill O'Brien should have been fired before he could have gotten out of the building. (laughs) And we can talk about that blowing a twenty-four nothing lead. Yeah, good one. Good job. When they kicked the field goal instead of going scoring a touchdown, there was that the turning point. See, uh, sure, you can make an argument for that, but also the fake punt on your own thirty-five yard line. What are you doing? What? So you don't do you don't go for it there, and then you decide a fake punt in the worst possible spot. What what made him think that that was a good idea? Acid, because there's no other explanation. Nothing. Well, I I have no. That could be one of the worst coaching calls I've ever seen. And BYU's old Dan, own Daniel Sorensen makes the play, yeah. the tackle. Speaking of BYU, the only worst special teams go for it with a fake call I think I've ever seen is the. What did they? What was it? Austin fourth and nineteen from their own three or whatever it was. Where? Was yes. Johnny Linehan decided yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, guys. <laughs> well, fourth and thirty-one, I think. Was it that long? Yeah. Was time, it that long? The time and place was perfect in every way. Um, anyway, we can get back to that game. And then the the Packers beat the Seahawks twenty-eight twenty-three, and of course, the Titans upset the Ravens twenty-eight. To twelve, meaning Gordon I don't has. I remember that one at all. Did that really happen? Meaning Gordon has lost the bet and does have to record incriminating audio. Do we want to record today or do we want to take suggestions today, Austin? You won the bet. You get to make the rules here. Uh, well, I would like to do it today, but we will reserve uh, to hold it through tomorrow if we don't get the one that feels right. Okay, so we're. Does that ta- make sense? It does, and we are taking suggestions. You can tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone at uh, Austin Horton, at Gordon Monson, if you want to include Gordon. If you're new to the program, uh, we do these silly... It's a beautiful morning. 
bets sometimes, and the the loser has to record something that would be painful for them to listen to over and over and over again, which is exactly what happens with happens with drops on this show. Do we want to play a few examples of incriminating audio? Even though I know I'm opening the door here for my own. <laughs> I hate amateurism. Yeah. Pay those college athletes. Okay. We've heard this story a hundred times. Let's move on. I like that one. That's a good story. I don't think I can top that. I like that too. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. And there's the goat. And there is and there's the goat right there. Because the face you make every time I play it is just poetry. Wait, wait, there's another one that Jake did. Is there? Yeah. I don't think there is. Yeah, that was one of the Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. My wife's pet name for me is Tony. <laughs> not as good. Just as, doesn't play as no, well. No, <laughs> not as good as the as the bowler one. Lisa's it, pet name for me is Bowler. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the that's one. why this was invented. And interesting that you and uh, Bowler's the broadcaster of the year, and you're the sports writer of the year. Lisa knows what she likes. Lisa has a type, doesn't uh-huh. she? Yeah. She does. <laughs> Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. Oh, do I need to hear that over and over again? Especially yep. since we vacation together sometimes. I think hmm. that, it's either, that is the goat or the Harbaugh, the Tony Jim Harbaugh one might be. Might Although be that's it. coming true. It is coming true. But the <laughs> fact that we did that on right after his very first game, so throughout the rest of Jim Harbaugh's run at Michigan, <laughs> however long that may be, that, that drop was going to live. Um so, so we got to think so of something want, for Gordon. You want suggestions from our listeners on how to make me put me in a very compromised position? How about my daughter writes my columns? My daughter is the actual sports sports writer of the year. Oh, come on, you got to bring my family into this. Well, she did your husband vote one time. She did the research. That's all. I think Jim Harbaugh is totally overrated. I think Michigan's making a mistake. Yeah, this is sort of <laughs> coming into focus, isn't it? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> how about uh? Well, you guys are gonna have to think of it because I'm not helping on this. How about something Rick Majerus and you know, like uh, I had Rick wrong. I had Rick all wrong. I don't know. I'm trying to think, Gordon. What what could what could Gordon say that would really make him sweat? I I really just want a drop of him saying that's not about me, so that I can throw it in at random times. Okay. When you and I are telling a story, a, hey, before he jumps in and tells another story, that's not about me. Uh huh. You're not. You're just gonna go dead silent. You're what not gonna. Gonna, you're not gonna participate. Well, you want out, me out. to participate no. so that I can make myself feel uncomfortable? A little reaction would be nice. Well, I was wrong. Yeah, don't call me an idiot. No, I was an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't think I was an idiot. I think I, it was a smart bet on my part, but you were right, and I was wrong. That's the beauty of it. Phil Austin's taking him a little more of the risk here. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> I'm hustling even, Austin. Even the smug chuckle he had as yeah. I was making the music. Like, <laughs> I know. See, you really deserve this incriminating audio. That's why we've got to come up with something really good, because you really well, deserve this one. I, I admire. A listener came up with the with the, uh, the the one that you guys think is so good. Yeah, the bowler one. Yeah, yeah. A listener did come up with that. Uh, let's see here. Somebody says, uh, let's see. Shane on Twitter, Gordon needs to say, I have to confess that about ninety percent of my stories are made up. 
or at least stretched to be not topped. Not to be topped. It's a little long. It is a little long. The, the first part, but I like, I like the goal. Too long, and, it, and it's untrue. 99.8% of my stories are absolutely true. We could shorten that to just 90% of my stories are made up. Just shorten to the point. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. Uh, it's going to force me to lie. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ashton tweets in, Gordon said Austin is an idiot. Gordon should say I'm an idiot, and Austin <laughs> knows much more about football than me. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Thanks for that, Ashton. Who said that? Ashton. My uh, hero. <laughs> Ashton 2020. Ashton, that's kind of mean. Oh, we're, we're getting all <laughs> oh, sorts. so beautiful. <laughs> Tastes so good. <laughs> I love this from Aaron. Oh, this is really funny. I, you know what? Our listeners are funny. They are. They're, they're funny and creative. Aaron says, uh, this is what Gordon <laughs> should say. You know, I really love my wife, Lisa. The only thing I love more than her is a good cheese. <laughs> <laughs> more? <laughs> and your, your love for cheese is, I mean, you talk about cheese a lot. So that one could possibly be true. <clears throat> our, our listeners are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> These are funny. Uh, let's see. Adam what was said, the one? The one guy said something about. Uh, well, he he said, said congrats to you for being sports writer of the year, and that reminded him of another story about himself, <laughs> a better story about himself. Yeah. Uh, how about this one from uh, Wild Turkey Fart Blunt, who says Stockton is easily the best point guard of all time. Magic can suck eggs. Uh, you guys already forced me into doing one Stockton one. How about just Magic sucked. Yeah, I like that. Because you love... He's a Hall of Famer. You love can... magic. See? Look. See, now that's that's how you know you've gotten one that's pretty good because the pain that's there where no, you're but like, no, oh, that, but he's that, a Hall of Famer. No, but you're trying to make me say something that isn't true. And I, I thought that was the whole thing that you guys wanted what so I you're, say to wait, be wait, true. Wait, wait, wait. So no. you're, you're telling us that Lisa's pet name for you really is Bowler? Right. No. That's what we're getting no, at? No, that's not what Lisa's we're getting Lisa's pet at. name for me is Bowler. <laughs> that's true? <laughs> it's not true. So I think actually the purpose of the exercise is that it's not true. Yeah, that's the idea. I know, but sometimes people might hear something and then they think, oh, he really thinks that's that. The, that's, that's the, the point. point. <laughs> Don't make these bets. That's the whole that's that's goal. The that's the it. whole idea. Yeah, exactly, Gordon. That's the beauty of it. 100%. But it, and that's the other idea is it's so out, outlandish that they'll know that it had to be incriminating audio. Mm. Uh, real quick, so so keep those ideas coming. Let, let's talk about the NFL playoffs, uh, Gordon, and and we can start with this Titans uh, Ravens game because it it definitely proves what I've said for a long, long time to be absolutely correct. If you can run the football and play defense, you're going to win more than you lose. <laughs> and football will never that will never change. It won't. I mean, we can see all this cute Cliff Kingsbury, Mike Leach, you know, a ticklish way of playing football. But the truth is, is if you've got a running back like Derrick Henry who oh, can run wow. the ball 30 times for 195 could, yards. could not stop him. And play some stonewall defense, that's you're going to win. You're going to win. Wasn't that the fourth-rated defense in the NFL? Yeah. Derrick Henry was running through them like they weren't even there. And maybe we should have seen that coming from Austin's Titans because uh, we all get caught up in Ryan Tannehill and go, Ryan Tannehill, oh, man, this team's <laughs> losing. And and he stinks. I mean, he only had, what, 88 yards. But 
<laughs> but if you can run the football and you can play defense, yeah, but if you, you're going to you, win, you're you, going to win. If you mostly run the football and you can't really throw it, it's you're going to get your come up. They couldn't there. throw it. Did you hear me? I know. But 88 I'm telling you, yards. Yeah, but I'm just talking about going forward. It's gonna it's gonna cause them. Difficulty that, but today we're talking about the victory. <laughs> and and you know what? I disagree. If Derrick Henry can run for 195 yards, I don't care if you are playing quarterback. It's like they're going to win. It's, it's, it's like what they're going to win. Kyle Whittingham always says that uh, it's better to play a team that can only do one thing. Now he prefers that to be passing over running because his priority is always to stop the run. But uh, if you're only one-handed, then that's problematic against. Real quality teams, usually. Well, Not listen, always. Lamar Jackson can do everything single-handedly, <laughs> and he's where's he watching the game next week? Home. Don't I know it. Home, yet one-dimensional. <laughs> one-dimensional. The Titans, who have a guy playing quarterback who might as well be throwing with his opposite hand. <laughs> I think he is, actually. And they roll the supposed best team in the league because the – the age-old way to win football games is if you can't stop the run, you're going to lose. The you're going to lose. Back-to-back weeks on the road at the Patriots, at the Ravens. Right. Which wins. means that their luck is going to run out. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Like yours. <laughs> no, I mean— it, Mine already did. Look at look at the Ravens when we, they won the Super Bowl. It was the exact same thing. Who was that, who was that running back from Tennessee— who was uh, running drugs or something like that? What was that guy <laughs> named? Jamal Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that Jamal yeah. Lewis? Him. He was a monster for those Ravens teams, or the, at least the the first one that won the Super Bowl, right? Because who was their quarterback? Uh, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> that is he, one. Is he the worst quarterback ever to to win? Yeah. Uh, other than the final rendition of Peyton Manning. Yeah, that might have been it. That's probably the answer right there. But, Just that rendition of Peyton. The, there's a Broncos team, and I hate to give the Broncos credit. There's another example of what I'm talking about. Listen, but, the NFL, but, it's not people overcomplicate football. But, but, but think about this for a second. Yesterday, when Green Bay had to hold off Seattle at the end, and they had to pick up those, keep the ball, and and uh, and the refs cheated for him. Is that what you? Think? Oh yeah. Oh well. Oh they, yeah. Aaron Rodgers threw that beautiful pass. That just—I mean, I don't know how many quarterbacks could make that throw. Well, maybe if they could run the ball, that pass wouldn't have been necessary. <laughs> and, and by the way, I mean, we can all come to an agreement that the refs had money on that game, right? They had to. I mean, that—that's the explanation. I think we can. <laughs> they watched the same replay we all watched. I mean, that—that right? that, that play didn't decide the game. I realized that it ended the game, right? But uh, it didn't decide the game. There was a whole game that led up to that moment. So I, you know, spare okay. me because refs stink. But it wasn't inconvenient for the refs that had money on it that that play <laughs> but was available for them that, to that's call wrong. That's what I'm saying. They, is it that they had money? That on it. that was them putting that money into their pocket. That was them assuring the W. That was mm-hmm. then. I, I bet you would see the the head official of the game <laughs> wink at his bookie. <laughs> had the camera panned over to him, like first uh, down. Yeah, we just ended it. Champagne. As soon as I get had off to work. get to the thirty six, he got to the thirty five. The thirty eight is where we'll spot the ball. <laughs> right. 
You know, that spotting of the ball is always a joke. You know, and and here we'll we'll stay on this theme for a second uh, as far as the Packers go. Aaron Rodgers, if you look at his stats, he wasn't out of this world this year. Uh, yet they won all these games because they have two really good running backs, and they've actually decided to run the football. Well, it that's helps. why the hiring he's of Mike still, McCarthy is ludicrous still, in Dallas. He's still a great quarterback, and he is, still, and it's still important to be able to do that. You're you're oversimplifying it. I'm not. I think you kind of are. If I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get to point B, I'm gonna take a straight line. You know how you win in the NFL? If you can't, if they can't stop you from running the ball, that's the easiest way to win. So, so which of these teams do you think is the best? Are are the best? The two best? Is it San Francisco for sure? No. See, everybody says the Chiefs, but the Chiefs can't stop anybody, and they can't run the ball. So I don't know if I'm going to bet on the Chiefs. And the the, the Texans are so dumb, <laughs> are so unbelievably dumb, that, that that game honestly shouldn't count. I mean, Travis Kelsey is is winning the game for the Chiefs, and the Texans are sitting there over on the sidelines Hey, no adjustments, guys. No, let, let's let's keep single covering Kelsey. I think we're doing a terrific job. Three touchdowns later, they thought, "Cow, maybe we should have doubled him." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> the chief, the chief spotted him twenty-four points. It's it, it's like the it, did you there was this one specific version of John Madden and and there's probably a bunch of plays like this but but the one that we found where there was a an like a an in play like a the receiver would run ten yards and then turn in and if you threw it to that receiver and he caught it you scored basically every time because the, there was a glitch in the computer where the corner overplayed the play and then you just turned back and went the other way anyway point being it's like Kansas City found that play <laughs> and Houston was too stupid to do anything about it. They're like, oh, they just, you know, they keep hitting B. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Keep hitting B. God, it just never ceases to do amaze me. And yet, and then the Texans come out today and be like, Bill O'Brien is our guy. In fact, we're giving him general manager responsibilities. And it's like, wait, what? You know what he needs to do more? Make oh more decisions about our team's future. So, so really, seriously, answer the question. Which of the teams over the weekend were you most impressed with? Uh, that might be... That might be the Niners. I say that somewhat hesitant because I didn't feel that great about the Niners going into this game. But, I mean, I, I thought the Vikings are pretty good, and they took care of business, no problem. In fact, that was probably the most boring game of the weekend, yeah. wouldn't you say? Vegas says the odds are the, the Chiefs. I know. But 11, I'm telling to, you, 11 to 10. They don't play any defense. It bugs me. You know who's last in those odds? Uh, the Packers, the right? The Packers. Nobody believes in the wow. Packers. You know who's not last in those odds? The <laughs> Titans. Well, you know who's last today? <laughs> Gordon. Gordon is last. Yes, I am. I, I will. Uh, Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. <laughs> oh man, I've already heard that ten times during the somebody, show. Somebody, uh, somebody suggested that you uh, you say. Let's see here. Uh, where is that one? Uh, Jashby says uh, you should say I have a tattoo of Bowler across my chest. Mm. Oh please. Or my, how about you? My wife has a Bowler tattoo. Oh. Mm. How about you just get? <laughs> how about you just get a bowler tattoo? Uh, yeah, we'll let you off the no, hook. Yeah, no. in in lieu of the incriminating audio, how about you get a bowler tattoo? You guys are leaving me with poor choices. All right, joining us now in studio, our friend Mike Wilson from Many Hour Services. Mike, uh, yep. Gordon lost a bet. 
Okay. And so he has to record incriminating audio. Basically, we can make him say whatever we want, and then we save it, and we play it over and over again. Right? Okay. Uh, you know. Why would you agree to that? Because I thought I was going to win. You thought it was a sure the, thing, Yes, huh? I did. Well, so did Austin. House always wins. <laughs> <laughs> he thought the Ravens were, were going to beat the Titans. The Ravens so. are the number one rated team in the entire NFL, and he it. picks the Titans. Come on. Mike, you got to admit, I made a smart bet. So, so Mike, you know, well, hindsight being twenty twenty, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I ain't got to admit nothing. <laughs> so, Mike, you you've known Gordon for years. Yes, sir. Uh, is there anything that that you've wanted to hear Gordon say, or or think would be funny for Gordon to say? Uh, you know, I, you guys have so many inside jokes and know them at such a deeper level than I do. I don't even want to like. I, I don't know. Okay, I, I've got one for you. Okay, all right. how about how about Gordon say I've clogged so many toilets? <laughs> Thank goodness I know Mike Wilson. <laughs> well, well, first off, I don't know why it has to be my name that he's calling out there. Like that just sounds weird. Because you're, of course, who he calls. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, if he's gonna like do that, I'd rather him say Thank goodness I know any hour services. I don't need my name. Tied to clogging toilets, <laughs> Gordon. What do you think? You like that one? Uh, I oh, I love them all. <laughs> They're I all haven't good. heard one yet. I didn't like. <laughs> They're all terrific. All right, Mike. Let's get down to business. Let's let's talk about service area. Uh, yep. You guys, you guys cover uh, basically. I, I would say the vast majority of our listeners. Yeah, we go from North Ogden down to Nephi, and then the Tooele Grantsville area over to Heber Park City. So if you live within that area, we can definitely help you out. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, thermostats, yeah. a very controversial issue. Is there yeah. an ideal temperature? Well, here's the thing. Temperature is such, there's such a preference to that. And there's it always seems to be a hot button topic, so much so that there's memes all over the internet about the thing. You know, you're always talking about leave the thermostat alone. But when, when people ask that question, it usually comes down, well, somebody's usually trying to prove themselves right to their spouse. But, it, you know, it comes down to um, a fight over comfort and saving money. Now, obviously, the lower you set your thermostat, the less money you're going to have to spend heating or cooling your home because uh, you know, you're not running your system as much. But at the same time, the whole point of your system is to keep you comfortable. So I, I, what I'm, I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to tell you what I do. And then two, I'm going to actually, because I've, I've wondered what people set their thermostats to, I'm actually going to go uh, and post an Instagram story and run like a poll. And I'll come back next break and I'll report to you what people are saying. Hmm. But I like to tell people, find a temperature that everyone's comfortable with. And then if you bump it down a couple degrees, more than likely, you're not going to be so uncomfortable that you're like, Ugh. so I do that. You'll save a little bit of money and you'll still be able to be comfortable. Now, if the thermostat is low, you yeah. talk about, you know, you could save some money. What yep. about efficiency? Well, the thermostat, setting it lower doesn't necessarily make your system more efficient because there's a difference in uh, how much money you spend to heat and cool your home versus efficiency. Now, efficiency is just a unit of measurement that you use to tell you how well your system converts let's say gas into heat. And so if you've got an 80% furnace, it means that for every dollar you spend on natural gas, 80 cents of that will go to heat the home. The other 20 cents is going up the flue. So you can't really affect the efficiency until you replace the equipment. Then you can upgrade the efficiency of your equipment. But you, by setting the thermostat down, you're not making it more efficient. You're spending less money. All right, we're talking tune-ups today, and yep. manufacturers, they recommend one every year, right? They do. You know, in the owner's manual, it says, in addition to the maintenance that you perform, you should have your system inspected regularly by a properly trained technician. And um, we took that 
to actually after that there's a bunch of technical specs and so we went through and we developed a 29 point furnace tune-up where we go through all of the things that manufacturers recommend we're checking the heat exchanger airflow making sure that it's igniting the gas properly we document everything we find we leave you with a full written report normally 99 bucks to have the service done it's well worth it at that but zone listeners aren't going to have to pay 99 bucks you're going to lock in a 70 dollars savings as long as you call before the end of the show and you'll be able to have the service done for 29 dollars schedule for whenever it's most convenient for you, but call right now to get the $70 savings locked in. All right, get on the books right now. Save 70 bucks on a 29-point furnace tune-up. $99 value for only $29, but you got to call before it's 7 o'clock tonight. So here's the number, 801-443-7400. That's 801-443-7400. Any hour services. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Jay Drew joining us, BYU football writer for the Deseret News. If I were to say one thing to the BYU fan base, and they might not want to hear this, it's that I think they've got to lower their expectations a little bit. Maybe not even a little bit, maybe a lot. They've got to realize that some of this stuff is undoable, and that maybe if they can put together a special season, one in every five years, that should be palatable because of the situation that they're in. I would just say lower your expectations, and I think you'll be a little bit happier. And I hope you guys don't turn that into a drop. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you've been on the show before and you're aware of how it works. And I have neighbors that are asking me, did you really say that? <laughs> Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch, girl, but it's gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're hoping to talk to Dan Wolken of USA Today coming up here momentarily. Dale Murphy is going to be on the show at the top of 5 o'clock hour. Kristen Kinney. Join us at 5.30, so it's a busy back half of the show today. Uh, Gordon, national championship game tonight. Give me give me a little tale of the tape in your mind. How uh, Well, I guess start with your enthusiasm for the matchup and how you may see oh, this going. I, I love the matchup. Uh, I, I guess to me, I, what I'm wondering is how, how effective Clemson will be stopping LSU's offense. Oh, I think they're going to be effective. Clemson probably has the best defense in the country, or certainly close. But LSU is awesome. Seems, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it. So I love about it. Joe Burrow, I mean, this is a guy who has been so efficient, so effective all year long. I don't know. In some ways, I almost feel like LSU is destined to win this game tonight. I don't know if, uh, if, uh, if that really <laughs> makes any sense, but they have been so strong all year long. And I know Clemson is probably the best f- college football program in the country right now, but I don't know if that will help them in this particular game. I just I wonder. So LSU, here's what I like about Coach Ed Ogeron is last year. Uh, well, let's let's face it, LSU's offense has been mm, less than dynamic for a long time. You know, they usually have really good defenses, and their offenses usually lag behind. They win by scoring low. And and Ed Ogeron realized this and realized that he probably had a pretty good football team, and he went out and hired that new offensive coordinator, Steve Ensminger. Am I saying that correctly? I hope I am. Anyway, he has been brilliant 
and turning Joe Burrow into what you know what yeah. he is in that offense into into what it is. There's obviously a connection there. It reminded me of uh, of Jordan Love and my lookalike from last year a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Coach Yost, where it just seemed to whatever Coach Yost was drawing up really just fit exactly what Jordan Love could do, and and that's really dangerous. But the thing is, is <clears throat> didn't we say all this stuff about Tua? Kind of, we and, did. And what happened to Tua last year? Yeah, but just because it happened last year doesn't mean it's going to happen this year. Clemson hasn't lost in like three years. Twenty nine straight is it? What I, is I mean, it? I I heard Hans, and I'm I'm not trying to pick on Hans. Uh, just he's one of many people I've heard had this opinion that that they I fear LSU is going to run away with the game and just cream them. Why? Why? Because they played one close game against North Carolina a few months ago. Why all of a sudden are people? I mean, why should Dabo Swinney be able to play the underdog card? <laughs> I mean, what I, is the line? Uh, hang on, give me a second. I'll tell you. I mean, I don't, I don't gamble on these things, so I don't really pay that close attention to that kind of thing. But I just think LSU has been so effective all year long. It's just hard to imagine them losing. They're five point uh, favorites. Favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about what I would think. That's about where I would put the difference, the margin, somewhere in there. However, if it does get loose. It, you know, it's funny how games unfold. Sometimes you think they're going to go a certain way, and next thing you know, <laughs> well, uh, look at the NFL playoffs this last weekend. I mean, they just go, turn, and uh, something different happens. Both these teams have terrific uh, quarterbacks. Both have terrific receivers. I'm really looking forward to this game, and it, it, <laughs> I just think LSU has the edge and I think LSU will be effective moving the ball against that Clemson defense. I, I, I don't think the Tigers are going to be able to slow them down enough to win. They might be able to cause them some problems, but not through the fourth quarter. They can cause them enough problems to give uh, Trevor Lawrence room to do some damage. Yeah. Let's not, let's and, not and, pretend and like Clemson I, I can't it. move the football. I get it. They can, and like I said, those receivers are fantastic. Uh, how many of these receivers will be in the NFL? Hmm. I mean, a lot of them. So uh, I got a lot of respect for both programs as far as their athleticism goes, but uh, I'm favoring uh, the guys who are playing essentially a home game. And what effect will that have? I think Clemson wins. You don't think uh, playing in New Orleans is really going to play any kind of factor in this game? Well, it, it makes the favorite more of a favorite, and I know how much you like the favorites. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going with the favorite then. The Tigers, the Clemson Tigers, yeah, just smashed Alabama last year. Just smashed them. And they beat last week, or I guess not last week. God, it feels like a month ago now. But they beat an Ohio State team that's really good. And I, I granted, there were some fluky aspects to that game. I got it. And Ohio State could easily have won that. They still beat the Buckeyes. That's a great win. I think Oklahoma was severely overrated. And what LSU did to Oklahoma doesn't count as much in my mind because Oklahoma can't stop anybody. Ever. So everybody goes, oh, did you see what they did to the Sooners? Well, you don't say. Did you see what TCU did to the Sooners? I mean, they don't stop anybody. All right, so let's go back over LSU's schedule this year real quick. They beat Georgia Southern 55-3. All right. They had a tight game against the Texas Longhorns, but we saw how good the Longhorns can be uh, against the Utes. They beat them 45-38. 
and they crushed Northwestern State. They uh, they crushed uh, Vanderbilt, although Vandy did put 38 points on them. Then we all saw the Utah State game. Uh, the LSU won 42-6, to and they beat the Gators 42-28. I mean, that's, that's, that's a decent team. They beat Mississippi State uh, 36-13. They squeaked by Auburn 23-20, and they beat Alabama. That was a terrific ball game, 46-41. They beat Ole Miss 58-37, and then they beat Arkansas, which had a down here, fifty-six to twenty, crushed Texas A&M, uh, beat the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a fine team, and then, like you said, the Oklahoma Sooners could not stay with them. It, it seems as though LSU is vulnerable to give up some points. Mm-hmm. And who is the Auburn? Probably is the most comparable defense to Clemson, I would say. And they, how many points did uh, twenty-three? They score against Auburn. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm looking forward to a really good game. Hmm. I mean, I, I think this uh, this is not a game I would bet on. I certainly wouldn't put incriminating audio on it. You're not going to do Are it? Are you Cause, sure? Because I usually lose those anyway, apparently. You've had a but, rough go. Uh, but I don't think LSU is head and shoulders above uh, Clemson. I, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, they're just going to – just mop the floor with uh, with uh, with uh, Clemson, but I, I do expect uh, a game that's within one score and uh, very competitive. I'd consider doing an incriminating audio bet with you if you gave me the five points. No, I, I I'm on a bit of a schneid right now. It's not a good day to ask. <laughs> Usually, this is when you you press you press you press the bets. <laughs> Go back to it. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Coming up next, we'll get to the Not Sports Report. Dale Murphy joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Kristen Kenny at 530. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Coach O, by the way, is with us. Your thoughts on this one? How nervous are you? When have you ever had this much on the line in anything you've ever done? I never get nervous. We, we, we're down here for a fade. Oh, no, that means that we're going to have a good Cajun throw-off down here with the Tigers. The Tigers are going to win tonight. I tell you that. I promise you that right now. My mom always said, baby, when you get up to that big leagues, you know the Tigers are going to win. You never go away from the Tigers. Going up against Trevor Lawrence is like eating corn through a picket fence. Is that how you... You would eat corn through a picket fence, then you never get any Eliza Lombard Tom Peru. That's what we say down here okay. in the in the Ford French Quarter. It's a, it's a lady I ball my time roulette. You grab a hammer and you go to work, you start digging, you know that you're working harder than the other one. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Show. It's time to get a winner for the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. Correctly identify the Chevy Strong Play of the Game announced by DJ and PK this morning at 850. And you win his own prize pack. It's the Chevy Strong Play of the Game brought to you by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers right here on the Zone Sports Network. It's time for the Not Sports Report brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. Dale Murphy is going to join the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But until then, Gordo, where are we going today? Going to Northern California. Want to go? Sure. 
You've been there. You took a nice trip to. I have been to Northern California a Where'd few you times. Where'd you go again? I went to Napa oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Napa Valley. It was That's fun. Very romantic. It was actually more. Uh, it was romantic. Uh, it was actually more fun than I I thought I was going to have there. We had a great time. It was awesome. Well, this story is not uh, about anybody having a great time. Oh, boy. So let me read this, okay, and then we'll discuss it. At approximately 5.02 p.m., our officers, police officers, received a call of a vehicle traveling on southbound State Road 99 at Dillard Road with a female juvenile in the back seat holding up a piece of paper asking for help. Mm-hmm. Two of our motor officers responded, as well as a canine unit from uh, California Highway Patrol, Valley Division, and located the vehicle on 8 Mile Road in Stockton. A high-risk enforcement stop was made on the vehicle with the assistance of the California Highway Patrol, Stockton personnel, and the vehicle immediately yielded to the right shoulder of the freeway. The driver was contacted, and it was determined that the juvenile had made it all up and thought it was a fun thing to do. The mother was unaware of what her daughter was doing, and after it was determined that there was no foul play, the mother and daughter were allowed to leave the scene. The sign said, help me, she's not my mom. I've I've seen those signs before. Now, I mean... This could have been bad. Six California Highway Patrol units were assigned to this call? Well, they thought it was a, a kidnapping. And they forced the car off the road? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, I, I, I guess I, I think this is a dangerous situation, but kids do dumb things. They do. It's true. I mean, I fired a BB gun and hit my neighbor's house once. Actually, it wasn't me. It was my friend, but I was I was with him. You uh, fired a cannon. I off fired once. a cannon point blank range oh. at my mom. It was not. I mean, it was that's just attempted loaded. manslaughter. <laughs> was, at best, it was it was about yay big, maybe two feet long, and uh, filled with uh, sort of some sort of gunpowder or something. There was no there was no ball in there or anything like that. And I thought my mom thought that was going to be funny. She was not happy. Just like how you're saying young people, like <clears throat> like kids do dumb things. <clears throat> yeah. And well, those are your best examples. Like I, I, I told the story from my youth off the air the other day, and you can't, you're like, wow, I've totally lost respect for you. <laughs> What'd you do again? You actually, I'm oh, not, not going to talk I'll about that on the air. Yeah, see? Neither will. <laughs> never mind. You know, I did dumb things in my youth. I shot a BB gun at my neighbor's house. Actually, it wasn't me. That's it. <laughs> I heard about <laughs> That's it once. What we're I, getting? I, I threw a croquet ball over my the roof of my house, and it hit my sister in the head. That's a pretty good one. What'd you do? What'd you do that you can say? I'm not. I'm not good. This is your topic of conversation. I just think it's funny that the the examples that you come up with are fairly benign. The croquet ball over the house. Did you get your mom run off the road by the cops? No, but the, the kids do these kinds of things. Austin, what'd you do? Oh no, no, uh-uh. we're not going. I. You guys aren't going to participate. I did legitimate things. Like what? Give us one example. Come uh. on, you were a dumb kid. No, like. Like uh, lying to an employer about where I was going so that I could go snowboarding with 
a certain person. Well, I think I've told that story. Yeah, you have. And then the person was... I, see, well, someone I work see, with was on the lift. This was a young, young child. How old? Again, say uh, it again. I don't know. It doesn't say how old no. she was, but she was just a, a, young, a, Jew, a uh, young kid. When I was about six or seven, my family and I took a trip to see some family friends in Canada, and we got stopped at the border, and the Border Patrol people asked me and my brother if we knew these people, and they were talking about my mom and dad, and I said no. That was that ended up being a fun day for mom and dad there at Border Patrol. Hmm. Yeah. Trying to prove that. And I so. threw, I threw, uh, I told you this story. We, I was helping my dad with some yard work and I was, I had these big old clippers and uh, I, I threw them one time because I didn't want to take them over there where my dad was. And he told me not to do that. And so then later on, I did it again. Only when I threw it, it took off on me and it went through the picture window. <laughs> mm. Whoops. I yeah. once got in my I, dad's I, police I ran, car. I ran away. <laughs> I once got in my dad's police hours. car and called all the uh, cops in the area to our house because there was a big time emergency. You did that? And it cost my dad a stripe. Cost his dad a promotion. Yeah. How much money would that have translated, do you think? I'm bought me. Never forgave yourself for that. That, one, that was the day my dad had a favorite child. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Gordon. Well, didn't you run your dad over with the car once? Oh yeah, I did that. Oh man, you were not nice that, to your that, mom and dad. That hurts. That hurts. I didn't run him <laughs> over. <laughs> I, I put a I put a car in gear in reverse, and it jumped. And my dad was standing between that car and a car that was in back of behind it. Tell his oldest time, and it it's. Kind of caught my dad in between. Oh man! Sounds like Austin, you ran him over. Austin, oh, this... am I the only one who's who's thinking in his mind like that? Did you run him over like that? <laughs> I don't know. We, we, I didn't uh, run him over. I pinned him between two cars. I don't know. I don't know. If and we he have lived time. for the rest of his life. But other than that, thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know if we have time to find that drop, but like that. Have you heard that, Gordon? Well, and then there's Maybe one more gone, the, yes, one more gone yes. but not forgotten, and that's uh, our sweet days or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh, like that? Was she run over like? <laughs> what? What in the world was that? Like that? <laughs> was he run over like that? Was there a block charge or something? No, there was on? this big dunk where he dunked over a guy. At the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh like that? <laughs> no. That is that is unbelievable. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Uh, we, I feel guilty even chuckling right now. Oh, that's so funny. All right, joining us oh, now. Oh, yes. There's nothing funny about that. In studio, our friend. 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why it cut off the second like that, because the second like that? that is pretty who, funny. Who is it, that? It's got to be like a high school or, <laughs> or junior college broadcast of some sort. But Here's this guy like that? pouring his soul out like this, you know? Uh, one! The guy works it into his call. Oh, it's why, why, why on earth is the color guy talking about his dead dog? Stop it! Stop it! You're calling a basketball game. Wait, the poor sweet Lucy doesn't need a darn <laughs> shout out. Like that? <laughs> How about you focus on what's going on? <laughs> While he's talking about poor dead Lucy, there was a turnover and a big time dunk. Well, we <laughs> our sweet days or our sweet Lucy. 
uh, at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh, like that? Okay. Hi, Mike. Mike from Many Hour Services is here. Like that? I'm, I'm here like that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man. So hurts. funny. All right. All right. We got to get serious. Dale Murphy's coming up next. So we got to, you know, we got to <clears throat> put the train back on the tracks here, Mike. Uh, let's talk more tips. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to go into. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tips. For Sounds like a Casey Kasem drop, doesn't it? <laughs> tips for our furnace. Yes, let's see. Yes. Um, Help us out, Mike. Well, okay. So. Idris, I'm it's I'm just all I'm thinking about the dog oh, yes. over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, <clears throat> it's a good idea. You know, our furnaces run all the time, just kind of in the background. We're not paying a whole lot of attention to them, and there's not usually a reason except to change the filter to go wherever the furnace is. And so, uh, if you haven't yet this year, it's a good idea to go and give like a visual inspection to the system. So go and look at the furnace. Make sure you don't have things leaning up against the furnace uh, because it needs to pull air in in order to burn the gas properly. Uh, make sure you don't smell any uh, gas. Make sure that you don't see any signs of water. Um, let's see. If, or listen for noises that might be a sign that something's starting to wear out. Uh, and while you're down there, we talked about the filter earlier. Go ahead and change the filter. Hold it out to the light or hold, take it out. Hold it up to the light. If you can't see light through it, then you're not getting enough air through it. All right. Well, let's talk. Uh, we we're talking tune-ups. And why is it important to get this done regularly, Mike? Well, um, here's the thing. The people that built the thing and designed it say that you should have it done regularly. Uh, I don't know all of the engineering benefits of it, but I do know this. I like to relate it to, uh, you know, changing the oil in your car. We know the benefits of regular maintenance on a large piece of equipment that we use all the time. It helps it run better and last longer. Your furnace is no different. So it is going to help. Um, the the system run safely because when we go out there our objective is to identify how was the system supposed to run the day that it was installed but like it was brand new compared to how is it running now and anything that we can do to try and get it back to like new we're going to try and do and we're going to document everything we find and when you're doing the maintenance on it it can be the difference in having to replace your system um, if you're not doing maintenance on it if you have to replace the thing at 10 years rather than 15 or 20 years, that can make a big difference in the in the pocketbook. You know, it's a lot cheaper to do the maintenance than it is to replace the system just because you've neglected it. Uh, cheaper, especially with tonight's deal, which is terrific. Absolutely. You know, uh, Zone listeners are going to be able to lock in a $70 savings. Uh, instead of paying $99, bucks, they are actually only going to pay $29. We go through the system top to bottom, do all of the things that manufacturers recommend that you have done. You can schedule it at your convenience whenever is good for you the only catch is that you got to call tonight before the end of the show to get this deal all right call any hour services right now save 70 dollars on a 29 point furnace tune-up 99 dollars value only 29 bucks but you got to call before seven so get it done 801-443-7400 that's 801-443-7400 any hour services thanks mike you're welcome dale murphy joins us next 97.5 and 1280 the zone this, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Member of the Utah Jazz, George Niang. There was a moment several weeks ago where there was some concern about this team. Was there ever any concern in the locker room, or did you guys know eventually this thing was going to get heading in the right direction? We always have confidence, especially with how we work and how hard we work and how close we are. Obviously, we had to figure some things out and make some things happen, but I think you can never underestimate how close a team is. And when a team has great chemistry and they continue to work hard and believe in each other, I mean, that's all you can ask. Obviously, you need talent, but I'm 
mean, we have that from, from top to bottom. It was just us putting it together like a puzzle. I know people are questioning us, but we're rolling now, and we just have to keep doing that. The schedule's going to continue to get tougher, and we're just going to have to keep proving that we're a team that belongs. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.